Chief Executive Ante, the podcast exploring the work lives of Asian Americans beyond the conventional doctor, lawyer, and engineer. I'm your host, Jennifer Dwan Faltz, and this is a mini episode where I share mm, top of mind thoughts, rants, and occasional hacks for freelancers and creatives from an Asian American perspective. You can also leave me a question via voicemail or text at 614-585-2289. And today I want to talk about, I think, a different kind of late fee. So I think most of us are familiar with the late fees that are attached to payments and invoices. And so if a client doesn't pay their invoice on time, they get a late fee attached to it. But I want to talk about a different kind of late fee today. Um, What I call, depending on the circumstances, a project reschedule fee or also from colloquially known as a ghosting fee. And I was inspired to talk about this today because Uh, At least on the day that I'm recording this, I'm wrapping a project that I booked, what is time, last November uh, and scheduled it. And I thought, okay, we will be done with this in February. It is now September. (laughs) And we are finally bringing it across the finish line today. Um, And I should say this was by mutual agreement among all parties. Um, Obviously, none of us planned for a global pandemic. None of us planned for societal meltdown in a small degree. Um, And they work in they work in the justice and the activist space. So they've been kind of busy. And so anyway, so we're finally bringing this project across the finish line. Um, Again, this one was by mutual agreement and communication is really important for this sort of thing. But I've also had projects where clients just blow their deadlines and don't tell me anything about it. Um, And it becomes a problem when it starts to happen more and more often. Um, I can think of a couple projects where things really just schedule-wise got off the rails. And early in my career, I didn't really know what to do about this. Like besides just email them a chirpy email and say, hi, when are you gonna have this thing for me? And then just wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. And while I was waiting for them, I missed opportunities to seek other work because I didn't know when this first client was going to come back to me and be like, okay, I'm ready to go. And at the time, and this is a little bit less of an issue now, but at the time, I only had three hours a day max of working time. And so I couldn't just go grab another project until the current one was finished, or at least when I knew this current one was going to be finished. Um, and so I, so I missed the opportunity to go and get other projects. And so I just sat there twiddling my thumbs for three months. And here's the thing about client work. And I say this a lot because it's true and it's important. And I think it's something that we miss. Clients are paying you to do something for them, yes but they are also paying you to not do 
other stuff. They are paying you to not spend time with your family. They are paying you to not work at Starbucks. They are paying you to not go get a full-time job with benefits. And so the compensation that you get for that needs to be enough to make it worth your while to not go do all those other things. And so it so after this happened a couple times, I realized, oh, when a client delays a project, you know, okay, yes, I'm not technically doing work for them, but I'm missing the chance. I'm missing out on other income. And so when a pro- client delays a project, there need to be consequences. And I don't say that to be mean and not to be understanding. Like, above all else, you know, be human. Be human and communicate about your needs and make sure the client communicates about their needs. But when a client is just kind of hemming and hawing or just or just not prioritizing your work very well, um, I ended up really resentful in those situations because, again, I was missing out on other projects. Also, at the time, I was booking additional childcare based on what my workload was going to be. And I had to, and I had to schedule that in advance. Um, so if I thought, okay, we have a deadline this week, so I think I'm going to be working more. And if that deadline comes and goes and I don't have what I need to do anything, well, I've already booked that childcare and I can't change that. Um, there are, and you know, kind of on a, on a this is kind of a little bit more of an extreme version, but like, okay, let's say you purchase a software tool that you are going to use for this project and you're paying by the month. And as the project drags on and on and on, you keep incurring those expenses. You always incur expenses the longer a project goes just with in terms of your overhead. And that should be built into your pricing anyway. But um, dragging out a project can have real financial consequences for you. Um, And again, it just, you know, it feels it sucks to waste time waiting for a client when you could be going out to get another client. And plus, you know, it's not as if I can just go out and find another client tomorrow. Um, if I have a if I have a project that's dragging, it takes me time to prospect and cultivate and sign and book and get another client onboarded. Um, that all takes time. And again, if I'm waiting for that first project to get it together, and if they suddenly like jump in, they're like, okay, I'm ready to go. And you're like, I already booked another project on top of this week and I can't do both of them at once. Um, it just makes it really difficult to manage your time and your workload. And again, if you have costs associated with doing your work, you know, the longer a project drags out, the more those expenses will build up. Also, and I discovered this with my, uh, with this project that was supposed to be done in February, um, when I came back and, you know, and again, I was communicating with this client the entire time um, and it was fine. But when I did finally sit down to kind of really pick the project back up and work on it in more intensely, there was a there was kind of a reboot period. I was because I was like, what was I doing here? Like, what was what were we talking about with this page? And I try to keep good notes on things. Um, but there was a lot of like, going back into old emails to see what we had talked about. Because, you know, when you get an email and it's just in the top of your head and you do it right away, it's done. But if you get an email and you can't work on it because you don't have all the information you need, you have to go back and refresh yourself and, you know, just like I remember opening the site and I was like, 
oh, did I build this? Is this what this looks like? Because I hadn't looked at it in so long. Um, anyway, so there is a sort of a reboot time associated with projects that kind of get put on hold and then restarted again. And so um, this was maybe a year ago that I, that I started doing this. I had my um, attorney put a clause into my contracts about a project reschedule fee. Um, and basically it states that if the client does not respond to communication, whether that's asking for content, feedback, um, delivery of assets that I need to complete the project, if they don't respond within 10 business days, I will put their project on hold. And in order to reschedule the project on my calendar, uh, there will be a $2,000 rescheduling fee. And I was really scared to put that in my contract at first, honestly. Um, but the more I thought about it, it made sense. 10 days of time where I'm waiting for something. And again, I've gotten a little bit better at managing my workload. And like, you know how airlines overbook their seats? I've gotten to the point where I can overbook myself enough so that, okay, if this client is a few days late, you know, I have something else I can be working on. And now, again, my business has grown where I'm also creating my own content like this podcast. Um, so I always, so now I always have something that I can be doing, but it's still 10 days is a long time to be waiting and twiddling my thumbs. There's opportunities that I could be pursuing during that time. And so if they need me to wait, they need to pay me to wait. It's like a taxi, right? You don't, if you want the taxi to wait for you, there, that meter, I haven't been in a taxi for a long time, but you know, that meter still keeps running if they're waiting for you. And so it's kind of the same way. Um, and I also decided, and this was, ba this was based on the suggestion of a mentor of mine, um, the project reschedule fee in general, but you know, her, project reschedule fee I think is like $5,000 or something like that. Of course, her projects are also scaled accordingly a bit larger than mine. Um, but it needs to be big enough to pinch, I think. And because I, I think, you know, the re late fees on invoices, usually it's, it's sometimes it's like 10%, 15% or just a flat rate. And I think sometimes that's just too small. And clients are like, oh, I cannot be bothered with it. I will just pay the extra 10%. I will just pay the extra $50. Um, and so I was like, I need to make this big enough to pinch a little bit uh, or a lot as the case may be. Um, and since then, I have not had any projects go off the rails quite as badly as some of those initial ones did. Again, we are in a weird time. Um, my my own workflow slowed down significantly after shelter in place and the schools shut down and everything. So, you know, be human about it. Communicate with your clients. You know, I had a client this summer that was supposed to be done in June and we wrapped it at the end of August because, but we were in the same boat, you know, we were both working parents and I was just like, okay, it's all right, you know, but once I kind of, once I was able to get back into a, into a, um, into a more productive workflow, mostly when preschool reopened, <laughs> um, then I was like, okay, let's go ahead and get this to a point where we can wrap this up. Um, so, you know, like I said, be human about it, be understanding, but also be human to yourself. 
set boundaries and expectations for how to treat you. Um, you know, if a client has just, and again, I call it the, the ghosting, the ghosting fee, right? If a client just falls off the face of the earth for 10, 15 days a month, and then they come back and you instantly jump to their project, that tells them that it's okay to be 10, 15, 30 days late with the things that you need. And so, you know, if that happens and, you know, and if you're not, if you're not going to, and there's a lot, there's many, many reasons for things to be delayed right now. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you have a situation like that where the client kind of falls off the face of the earth and then comes back, you know, it's okay to tell them, hey, okay, we can pick up on your project. I'm working on this other thing right now. I, you know, have not booked childcare for this week. I need, you know, I need, I need sort of startup time to do whatever it is and have them wait a little bit. Um, even though I know, you know, you probably want to get that project done and out the door, but um, I think it's important to establish those norms for how you are going to be treated. Um, you know, if they didn't respect your time previously, I don't think you're under any obligation to bend over backwards and get their work done quickly. Um, there's, you know, when I was a teacher, there we had a little sign on my desk that said, failure to plan on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. And again, there are a lot of legitimate emergencies right now, um, big and small, but, you know, failure to plan and failure to prioritize the project that you're working on together is not necessarily an emergency on the same level as, oh, you know, my kid is sick. I am sick. My kid's school is shut down. You know, other things have happened. I have to go to a funeral, whatever. Um, so just don't feel like, so, so be human, but you can also set boundaries in doing so. Um, so yeah, the project reschedule fee, again, I've never had to in... I've never had to invoke it. There were times where I maybe could have, um, but chose not to, again, because we're in this really awful timeline where nothing makes any sense. Um, but yeah, the project reschedule fee is a good tool to keep projects on track. Uh, if you have specific questions you want me to answer about freelancing or creative work, again, you can leave a voicemail at, or text at 614-585-2289. Uh, next week, what is time? Next week, we will hear from a set uh, from a literary agent and an, a literary editor um, in the publishing industry about what it takes to get published, what representation in publishing means right now. Um, it's a really great conversation. All three of us are named Jen, Jennifer, or Jenny. So that's kind of confusing, but it's a really great episode. So I hope you'll tune in. Thanks so much.